What's up? Welcome to another edition of Matt Sport House. I'm your host, Matthew Anderson. As you can guess, the main topic in sports right now is definitely these NBA Finals, which are about to start here shortly. The Golden State Warriors will try to win their third straight championship and fourth in five years they begin this series with the Toronto Raptors Thursday at 9 o'clock p.m. on ABC, and this game will be in Toronto. I know Jurassic Park, which is where the Toronto fans watch the game outside, is going to be wild. Drake will for sure be sitting courtside with his antics. And if the Raptors can pull off this game one, I'm sure ABC ratings will skyrocket because uh, people will actually really believe that the Raptors have a chance. But something I don't think most people realize is that the Raptors actually played the Golden State Warriors twice in the regular season, and the Raptors won both of those games. Golden State is coming off the Western Conference Finals in which they beat Portland four games uh four games straight the Portland Trailblazers. This is nice for this was nice for the Golden State Warriors because they were able to get that team out of the way early therefore be able to get some extra rest to prepare for these finals. Kevin Durant is currently hurt and this is really working against him like it's, it's extreme disadvantage for him because being out, they're still winning, so it's like they don't really need him. He's more of a luxury versus like a necessity. But meanwhile, let's say if Steph Curry was out, it'd be a big issue. The team wouldn't be able to function as easily as they would like to. I think this really kind of solidifies the fact that Kevin Durant will be indeed leaving after this season because this has kind of restarted the conversation of, I mean, he's a great player and all, but you can't really carry a team like how, kind of how LeBron did with the Cleveland Cavaliers or other players have done of that nature. And this is very important to your basketball legacy. And as we can see, Kevin Durant is very involved with what people think of him. So this really would bother somebody like him. I'm kind of torn between where I want uh, Kevin Durant to go and where I expect him to go. Uh, I kind of, the okay, so he could go to the Clippers uh, or the Knicks. The Clippers would be nice because I also think they, they have the potential to land Kawhi Leonard. So if you had Kawhi and Kevin Durant with the Clippers with Jerry West as their basketball personnel guy, I think that'd be a really solid matchup and it'd be great for the city of LA, especially with the Lakers being the mess that they are. But at the same time, I like to see KD and Kyrie in the New York Knicks uniform. I think this would be great for basketball in the Eastern Conference as a whole. And they seem to be relatively close, so I think there is a chance there. I'm still holding out on the faith, though, of mustard seed that Kyrie joins LeBron in L.A. with the Lakers. Y'all know I'm very passionate about that. I would love to see that again. Hopefully, Kyrie has a different level of understanding about why LeBron does what he does. But we'll see how that lands. Now, I felt like this series that just took place in Toronto was huge for so many different reasons. Uh, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about when the Raptors uh, just beat the Milwaukee Bucks. And I just think right now it's really a special time uh, to be in Toronto. You have Drake, who is actually from Toronto. Well, he's from Canada. I think he's from Toronto. Yeah, he's from the Six. Uh, displaying the epitome of how basketball kind of goes hand in hand with hip hop. I'm really hoping he drops a song or something like that for, like, Raptors fans' motivational purposes and, like, they drop it on their social media. They did something like this preseason, and it was great about, like, forgetting about the past and embracing the now. Who would have ever known they'd end up in the finals? Toronto, the city, is... You can tell they're very happy to be in the finals. This is the first time in their franchise history, and it seems to mean more to them. I'm not saying to American cities it doesn't, but I think a lot of these American cities kind of expect it versus to Toronto. It's like, and we also kind of look at Toronto as kind of like the underdogs, I guess, like the Canadians, because they're such nice people and stuff. Like, they're nice and all. So, for them to be in these finals, it's like we can hang with the Americans, although most of their players are from America. But that's a different thing for a different day.
you have Kawhi Leonard, who doesn't, unfortunately, he doesn't have social media, which I think is crazy because the pictures and the captions that he could use right now are insane. But if uh, right now he's kind of, if he has social media, he'd be trending. Uh, and because he's kind of like the city superstar, like obviously they have Drake, but right now he's like the guy in Toronto. He was able to get them over the hump, like, and although LeBron is now out of the Eastern Conference, so that also did help. He was able to get these guys into the finals, which, like I said before, is the first time in franchise history. And this is something that Vince Carter wasn't able to do, Tracy McGrady, and although. DeMar DeRozan ain't on their level. Even he couldn't get him to the finals. So, it's very big. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is the guy right now. Uh, he's really giving the city of Toronto hope. and uh, Kind of showing that he's one of the top three players in the league. At this point, it seems as if he really has no weaknesses. And I know that's kind of a wild thing to say because everybody has weaknesses. I mean, he did miss a free throw or two. He probably should not have missed. But, for the most part, overall, he doesn't really have, you can't really see any weaknesses in his game. Before, they used to say he didn't really get assists. He wasn't talking, things of that nature. But, while well, he still didn't really talk that much. And which is why I think the New Balance deal that he has is so great. Like, I feel like that fits hand-to-hand. But, like, now he's even getting assists. I think he had a career-high assist. Like, in two games ago, last game, he had, like, seven or eight assists. So, he's even doing that. He's really doing everything to be a great basketball player right now. Which is when they need him the most. That's why they let him sit so many games during the regular seasons. The Raptors won the Eastern, like I said before, the Raptors won the Eastern Conference Finals against the Milwaukee Bucks after being down two games to nothing. They won four games straight and ended this series, sending the Greek Freak and company home for the season, home packing, as some would say. One thing that has kind of come to my attention is in these in the NBA playoffs, especially when you get to like the Eastern Conference Finals and the regular finals, if you have a weakness in your game, it will be exploited. And this is definitely what happened to the Milwaukee Bucks. As an individual and to the Greek freak, uh, as an individual to the Greek freak, what's being shown is that he struggles with his mid-range game. And so as a smart team, as the Toronto Raptors are and what their coach did, which is an excellent job, he's kind of for, he was forcing them to shoot the mid-range shot. And if he wouldn't shoot the shot, then obviously yeah, they miss out on points. And if he does, he misses the shot. So he really put them in an uncomfortable position that I'm sure they studied a lot of film and realized that this is where uh, Gianni's really struggled at. And also as a team, I don't think many people knew this, but will know this. But the Bucks really struggle in close games because during the regular season, they were pretty much beating every team by double digits. As a matter of fact, they have the second fewest wins by less than five points. And that type of thing is how to perform the clutch. You really have to learn that by experience. So I guess in the long run, this is great, great for the Bucks because it's like this is something they've experienced through these this the what is that the Eastern Conference Finals that they will be able to take and move on with. But in the moment, it's like a just a learning lesson. You kind of just have to sit there and eat. And I want to make it now to talk about these finals. I want to make it very clear. Uh, I am definitely rooting for the Raptors. It's crazy because we have a team that is in the country, the Golden State Warriors, and I'm rooting for the team for Toronto, but well, for Canada. But I am. I'm definitely rooting for the Raptors. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off. You have to go back to the whenever Kawhi was playing with the Spurs. He had them up by like 20 points in that game. What was it, like 2014 or 2015? Before he, the Zaza, ended up stepping under him and ended up messing his ankle up. 
so it seems like Kawhi is kind of like the antidote to the Golden State Warriors to an extent. Not ex- not all the way, but kind of, sort of. But I'm rooting for them. I'm hoping that they are able to pull it off. I'm just not 100% sure if they will be able to beat the Warriors. So it will definitely be something interesting to see. I also keep wondering how much all of this really means to Kawhi. Like, does he sit in this moment and, like, right now, is he, he's like the, the Tom Brady to the Patriots. He's a Michael Jordan to the NBA. He's the LeBron James to Cleveland. He is the guy right now in Toronto. I hope he realizes this. I'm really hoping he kind of resigns with Toronto and stays there for four to five more years, however long this contract would be for. But it's completely up to him. I do understand that he is a California kid and the Clippers does a, uh, is looking for a two superstars. And he could be one of those. So I'm not exactly sure what he's going to do there. But if I was his advisor, I would definitely tell him stay in Toronto. There's very few times in life where people really love you that much. And although they just love for what he's doing for them, it's like the city of Toronto has been showing him mad love. In other news in sports, Jawan Howard, who is a, re- a member of the Fab Five, at the University of Michigan or Michigan University. I'm not exactly sure, dude. But you get what I'm saying. Anyway, he's got the head coaching job at the University of Michigan now. This is huge. I don't know if, uh, if you have not seen the 30 for 30 on the Fab Five, it's, it's been 30 for 30. Go check it out. It explains the whole situation. But I think that now that they brought him in, it's kind of like, okay, we're bringing that. Not exactly that culture because you can't recreate that, but it's like we're bringing, we're embracing the past. So it's like for a while they tore all the banners were down of the Fab Five because there was some illegal activity going on. Like I said, check out the documentary for all the information. But I think they should embrace it. I think they should bring back the pictures of during that time. But, uh, display them throughout the basketball facility. I think that would be a great way to recruit kids. Like, y'all, this is what these guys did here. Y'all could do the same thing. Obviously, it would be different because this is a different time. But it's like, yo, em- like just embrace the culture that they once had there. And I think that would definitely help them get maybe especially some inner city kids from the Michigan area, wherever else they can get them. Be like, yo, come here. Let's be great right here in Michigan. And let's do something we haven't done here in a long time time lastly okay now since proximity in south carolina north carolina to charlotte hornets we're going to talk about uh kimball walker he's going to have the it's going to be his decision on whether he wants to resign in charlotte or go elsewhere i feel like there's two sides to this thing because one could say kimba you are in the basketball professional sports profession you have to make your money up front and live off for the rest of your life versus how everything in any other job is like usually you start off not making not making not as much and then you potentially make more and more as you go along and gain experience and so looking at it from that aspect it's like no Kimba stay in Charlotte get the max amount of money I think you can get 80 million dollars extra that he couldn't get signing some elsewhere if he stays in Charlotte but and so that, that that's one way to think about it. no get your money man hey keep balling and that's one way. But another way to think about it is if, if what really pushes you to play this game, like how bad do you want to win a championship? Because you really want to win a championship. Then I tell you, hey, man, go out to L.A. or the Celtics or whatever team that obviously that wants you that has the potential to make it to the championship and go go be there. Go chase those rings because when the grand scheme of things, although we care about money, if you care about championships – it's going to be like, that's the thing that sits with you on your legacy. Wow, I got all that money, but I didn't win any championships. But I feel like that's all about, it's kind of subjective to what you want. Like, nobody else really can answer that question for you. Different guys go to the league for different reasons, and different guys continue to play for different reasons. So, I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's kind of up to him. But, but then my next question be for you listeners, what would you do? 
Would you rather stay? And I know, I feel like majority of people say stay for the money, but I don't know. I feel like this basketball, in the basketball circles, a lot of talk is the legacy. Like, I'm sure Charles Barkley made, and obviously not the money these guys make now, but he made good money, but he's like, no championships. And so, like, when he sits in the circles, like at the TNT table, they talk about, oh, well, Charles, if you don't have a ring, you can't really talk about this subject. And I know some guys that would stick with them for too long, and so they're like, no, that's not an answer. But like I said, the question is, what would you think? And that's actually all I have for this week's of Matt Sporthouse, this edition of Matt Sporthouse whatever you want to call it. I was going to dip into football, but the finals is what's important right now. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me on Twitter. I'm at the chosen one, which is three T's and the number one at the end. Uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.